0: is your pathway to pro. Guess what? We have Keisha Howard, man. This is like pretty cool because I've been waiting for this. And ultimately, like beforehand, I don't really, and I'm learning how to do this, but I don't really have uh, pre-calls with individuals. And I've been able to speak to Keisha like two times where I was just like, Keisha, I think this is something on my chest. I know you were experiencing this, let's talk about it. And would you be willing to? And she said, yes. And we had another call just to really kind of like formulate everything. So this is helping us just having these conversations really help the conversation for you that's out there. So really take notes and engage and ask questions. I am going to be paying attention to the chat today and I'm getting better at it, but definitely ask as many questions if you have it come on in your mind. I will try my best to segue it in. So definitely Keisha. How are you, man?
1: <laughs> well, I'm I'm great. First of all, good morning and good morning. For having me on yes. This is, yes. This is yes. Sure. awesome.
0: Yes, for sure. It's like um, you know, it gives us the opportunity to really have the public uh showcase uh the public to see what we talk about on a daily basis, right? So this is awesome to see. So let's start it right now. Kind of give some background you know you can you could do a long background, short background you can go straight to sugar gamers i 'm just looking to let it out for you you know talk to the people
1: all right I mean basically I, I started uh, sugar gamers in two thousand and nine quite by accident um, the The gaming sort of uh, sort of landscape looked uh, looked a lot different eleven years ago. Um, and how I, I got it started was, I, I was just looking for people to play with. Um, I, I consider myself a, I, I, I love games, but I wouldn't say I'm a hardcore competitive gamer, but I like the psychology of play. I, I think that innately, it's such a powerful part of how we bond with one another, how we learn, um, how we grow. Uh, And, you know, I just never lost my love of gaming. I've been gaming since I was 10, um, since my older brother got a Super Nintendo, and it was just done after that. Um, So, yeah, in 2009, I started a community. Um, It started with just women in Chicago and then expanded, um, you know, basically across the country for everyone who felt like they really weren't represented or they didn't have a community to belong to in the gaming industry. So uh, there wasn't a community for casual gamers at the time or people that just had overlapping geek interests. So it wasn't about like, Are you console? Are you PC? Do you play Call of Duty? Do you play this game? Do you play that game? It's like whatever you played, I wanted to know and I wanted to really explore, you know, that space. And to this day, there's just not a lot of spaces for it. I know eSports is super sexy right now and I love all the excitement and fanfare uh, around it and how it's sort of legitimized how important gamers are. Uh, but I really started with just like the baseline, you know, um, communities of, you know, gaming people. So, because, uh, like, for example, I'm a terrible gamer. I'm like, <laughs> game. <laughs> but I-, I love video games nonetheless. So, um, yeah. 11 years later, uh, we are a tech advocacy organization. We, you know, really are excited about emerging technology. It's like, you know, for example, your studio is, you know, virtually produced. With- Unreal CGI, there's, you know, uh, AR and VR and all of those future applications that are going to continuously change the video game landscape as we we move forward. So it's been an 11 year adventure um, growing as an entrepreneur, learning about business, you know, and constantly, constantly keeping myself educated about what this industry is all about.
0: That's awesome. So, you know, you spoke on it from a business perspective, you know. How are you able to, you know, leverage off of the excitement of esports into the world of gaming? Because you know, you know, before the esports element, gaming, you know, it's, it was like if you were a gamer in high school cause back when we were, you know, you you were a nerd. Like you really are like, this is what you do, you know? And coming from an athletic background, you know, we play games, but if you were a gamer, 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 it was like uh, you 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 have a group that you engage with. And now, as you stated with eSports, you know, the eSports gamer is now being like, that's that new athlete. So how are you able to leverage from the eSports to bring it back into gaming? So therefore it can be just as cool and as sexy as you stated with that of gamers. And how do you help them, you know, say hey, you're just as important?
1: Well, I mean, gamers aren't important because of the... The, the fanfare behind the industry, like of of esports and so on and so forth, gamers are important because once you deconstruct the the ingredients of games, in and of itself, it relates to problem solving. It relates to teamwork. It, it relates to uh, attention to detail, hand eye coordination, and these are skills that are actually incredibly important to tomorrow's tech jobs, no matter what they are, because a lot of these tech companies actually need those types of skills. Um, Gamers, there's more gamers than there, there's more people that self identify as gamers than ever before, Uh, and their opinion matters. Uh, It's one of the most diverse consumer bases that there is. So my excitement and passion for it just comes from you know the 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 pure expansiveness of what the industry entails i mm-hmm. uh, you know it was really interesting how like sort of at the beginning you were explaining how all there's, there's there's all these different job opportunities within the gaming industry and it's fascinating you can't make a gamer just this one type of person right i think we used to do that because of media uh, the, the media that we had access to, man, less than five to 10 years ago, but now with social media, with with how we're connecting today, we're seeing that freaking everybody games, your mom games, your teacher games, the lawyer games, you know, like that, that kid <laughs> next door games, white people game, black people game, Asian people game, people game all over the world, you yeah. know, it's, with different lived experiences and then we can all connect over that common interest and like that's like one of the quickest ways to bond and to really get to know a person like what kind of games do you like you know do they like competitive games first person shooter fighters rts you know so on and so forth and it's it never it never becomes boring you know um it, 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 it there's always something new happen happening there's always new people to meet new perspective new energy new creativity have you seen like the art of Hades yeah. have you seen the storytelling of the last of us have you seen you know the teamwork from you know League of Legends it's just wow there's just just it never stops it never slows down
0: for sure that's pretty cool you know and i think when you speak on that from a business perspective you know your objective your mission is to open up the eyes of the individuals who want to be uh, significant within ga- within the gaming space. And basically what I've understood is you take them, un- within Sugar Gamers, you take them under their wing and you help them grow, specifically, also, or especially women. You know, when you think about that, how do you showcase the value of something that no one even knows? Like, how do you speak to get someone to be like, excited to want to come and be a part of Sugar Gamers? or be, make someone excited to be a part of another group in which they can help flourish and grow within this space so they can feel connected
1: oh man so i'm about to tell you my secret of developing <laughs> talent um so it's my belief that most people they come into a space and they feel like they don't know but they do and what how i you know help people or how i help develop you know, individuals to, to to move forward in this you know video game space is to to really examine um, what their interests are and then connect them with the career that I know would probably best be best for them in the video game industry. Yeah. So, uh, you know uh, there there might be somebody that is curious. Well, first of all, you know the the individual. That comes into our organization is typically super curious. They like they, they want to know something or someone or try something out. Um, and then from there, it's like, what do you like? Uh, so there have been, you know, lots of people that, again, haven't self identified as gamers, but then they love music. And then I'll introduce them to a dance game or a rhythm game. And they're just like, this is a game. And I think that there's, you know, in the past there was so much gatekeeping with video games. Like, what's a real game? What's a real gamer? You know, and you you have to like check off these boxes of the kind of games you played on what platform you played on. So if yeah. you're like, I'm a gamer, but I play on my phone, then you would have immediately been dismissed. where I'm so happy that that's not the case anymore. So, you know, whatever a person's interest is in the video game industry, I connect them with something valid and valuable that's currently happening in this space. So whether it's music, whether it's art, whether it's voice acting, whether it's fashion, whether it's competition, whether it's fighting, whether it's it looks like traditional sports where it's MMA fighting or it's racing, you know, and, and all of these different things, whether it's just making friends, yes, um, there are there, psychology, you know, um, I've met so many people that uh, want to understand video game behavior and how it can help people with mental health issues. Um, you know, it's, it, and that part has been really gratifying. Um, it's just the discovery of, playing games with people while they're depressed. Uh, yeah. there are a lot of people help them through that hump, you know, because they're, they're getting to, to experience the camaraderie. They're getting to have a little distraction from, you know, their, their everyday problems. So it, it starts off with curiosity. And then I develop that curiosity from there by essentially feeding that individual all the information that substantiates yeah. the things that they're already interested in.
0: That's awesome. So you're a community builder, right? And it's about the community, right? So at this point, a lot of individuals need to, uh, should understand that how important the community is. And from that community, you see everything just grow in so many different directions. And that's a, that's a, that's a proud experience to be able to see something start. And when you think about gaming, when you think about esports, it led from a community. Right. And that's one of the coolest aspects. So, you know, Keisha, I have to ask, you know, from a business perspective, what are your op- obstacles that you're finding out to be, you know, true? Which, what are, which you're finding out to be like real, something that you're like, man, how do I get over this to be able to grow Sugar Gamers into another facet of business? Just speak on that for me.
1: Well, it's so interesting because I always have, you know, immersed myself <laughs> authentically and passionately within very diverse communities. Yes. And I get that feedback in real time. I get what people are looking for, I get what people want, and I get that people like expand themselves when they are amongst all sorts of different types of people, the the culture of that community or at least our organization is is very collaborative, it's very warm, it's very very much like we're all in this together. And it's beautiful, right? I mean, it's a very healthy space, I would say. And when you look at the media around video games, I would say one of the challenges is that um, the options for success seem very limited. also, the, well, you know, when I'm talking about exactly what I do in the video game industry, uh, it sometimes it's hard to articulate, especially when the the conversation is so heavily around just, you know, a few ways of, of being successful. Yeah. So, like, a lot of times I'll, I'll come into a, a meeting or a talk or something like that, and people are like, are you a cosplayer? <laughs> are you a streamer? Are you a pro gamer? and it's fascinating like i don't you know i don't mind being <laughs> mistaken for those things but i am finding that that seems to be more and more prevalent as to how people think they have to be in video games and i think that you know it's it's such a challenge because you know there are hundreds of ways (laughs) i i feel to be uh, a part of this infrastructure and to add perspective to add you know the 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 gift of you know your your lived experience and how video games have impacted you know different types of individuals so i think that for, for me the challenge is really really getting across the, the ways in which we want to be innovative and creative and develop talent using unorthodox approaches. Yes. Uh, people don't really understand <laughs> how or why I would want to do that, but it's incredibly important to me because I. valuable information on exactly what it is that they're looking for and how. It is that they are are feeling most connected, um, and interestingly enough, it's it the game part is important. Video games are important, but the community around it typically is more important to the individuals that are a part of it, which is you know fascinating. So no one wants to just be a streamer and not have any friends. Uh, and like yeah, getting sponsorships seem really cool, but it it really is about you know the people that you're connecting with simultaneously to maintain the energy that you have in that space for whatever career that you choose to take within the gaming industry um so like the the, that's one challenge and the the second challenge is just scaling that uh because that's not necessarily a common approach it's either like you're you're doing some esports or you're, you're you're finally working at that big company uh which which has a a very sort of
0: you know, linear
1: way of of existing Um, and in the years prior, you know, diversity really wasn't an issue, you know, from a business standpoint, it's all about, you know, the return on your investment. And, you know, if you're a good business person, then like philanthropy and being ethical and inclusive and socially sustainable are probably not the first things on your list. The first things on your list is your bottom line. The first things on your list is how much money I'm going to make and when I'm going to make it. And that can kind of, you know, sully some of the, the robust and fruitful experiences you can have in addition to potentially the money that you can make. So that's that's been a little bit of a challenge to just trying to bypass you know some of that and, and really communicate that you know some of these idealistic notions that you know I seem to lead with are also monetarily valuable over a longer pe- period of time. So I'm playing long game and yeah. I know that it works because I've had pretty much the same sort of team members, the same community. Uh, that has existed for you know over five to ten years. Mm-hmm. They haven't left. They they really really enjoy the experience that they have with sugar gamers. They they have that warm environment. They can find people that they can collaborate with. And I'm always giving my time to to share any information that I come across over a decade of experience um, in the space. So I'm not gatekeeping. So whatever it is, I know I will share immediately because it doesn't matter what you know; it matters how you apply it, and it it matters how you, you know, uh, then connect with others uh, over time. So you know, being a a nice person in this space, you know, does matter. You know, (laughs) and that's really interesting, right? So
0: yeah, it does so much to points where you're like, you know, even if you experience things that are not the best being that nice person overcomes it because you get to impact so many individuals a part of your community. That's why it's so critical to lead with the community because you get to go back into your community. When you get outside of your community, you're probably like just getting arrows and arrows at you. You go back to your community, you feel connected and that's why a lot of individuals in this space are looking for that community. They may be experiencing so many things on the outside, but that community is your home, that community is your space, that community is your solace. So it's really, really cool. So I have to go a little bit deeper right now and I want to talk about the box, right? You know, as a minority African-American male and coming in a geographic location that is, um, you know, that is unique. I always feel like, man, am I going to be placed in the box because I see the true impact of impacting the individuals that whom look like me, but I also see the dynamic element of gaming and how everybody from all different cultures are able to be a part of this. And we're actually able to showcase and share the same type of feelings and experiences um, all around. And so being a woman, and an African-American woman inside of this industry, how do you navigate the box. And how do you navigate coming out of the box? How do you feel when individuals try to place you in a box? Like, hey, Keisha supposed to be doing this. And when you feel that there may be a, a, huge, a larger world that's out there, how do you navigate the box that we so are very clear of? And that box is typically that box that we try to compete in, which is, may not be the best for the industry. How do you go and navigate the box?
1: I mean, number one, one day at a time. <laughs> it, is, it definitely has its challenges because, you know, I, again, going to a place and, and going into a space and people already have preconceived notions of what my value is, you know, um, they're just like, oh, you must be a charity. You must be, you know, and I'm just like, no, like the development of individuals in the tech space is good for everyone. And should be you know <laughs> supported and fostered um, and it's it's profitable and fun you know yeah. all simultaneously we don't have to you know be in these these structures anymore we're, we're moving into the future, and so then there's these hybrid experiences that we can have we can have these 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 better, more robust experiences it doesn't have to be so rigid um you know and and that's it, the 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 rigidity of how i can create a brand has been difficult um and and i won't you know it, say that this has been you know all easy or kumbaya experience there has been many many times i've wanted to quit yeah. i suffer from burnout quite frequently i i am p- coming out of burnout right now sometimes you know, I, I have great experiences in the video game uh, space. Yes. And it's just amazing. And I, I just feel so fulfilled. And sometimes I'm like, why am I even here? Uh, who is, is really benefiting from this? Because I want to scale and I want to do so much more. And my ambitions are lofty. Yes. And it just seems like there's these roadblocks to 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 overcome but as a gamer you know and you get to a boss board and that's really frustrating what do you do you keep trying and not only do you keep trying you keep learning different ways and different approaches to to overcome that particular obstacle that particular boss and then finally at some point through through practice through trial and error through tenacity uh you you move forward Um, and you, you don't give up and you might not know what the next board holds or, you know, you, you might not know what's going to happen next, but it's, you, 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 you just keep going. Um, and I think that part of like wanting to innovate and wanting to see the community that I, you know, have come from flourish has been uh, a factor in me sort of dealing with the box. I mean I'm I'm you know uh, in my my later 30s and um you know when I was a, a teenage girl uh back in like the <laughs> early 2000s you know late 90s it's it was the you know the, the 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 narrative was a lot different now there were no black women that were visibly yeah. you know, sort of in the video game industry so I could look at them and be like, Oh, that's yeah. option for me, too. Um, I was talking to a former employer the other day. and He was like uh, one of the biggest travesties that he feels is like the world is sort of like the movie Hidden Figures. Mm. And when, you know, uh, different types of people don't get opportunities, it affects generations of that demographic. So, like, what if, for example, those women from Hidden Figures, you know, got their, you know, uh, their, their flowers, so to speak, uh, at that particular time? It would have inspired decades of Black women to get into, you know, uh, astronomy, to, to be more interested in working at NASA way, you know, sooner. But instead, yeah. we, we lost out on that potential. Uh, That time, um, all of those individuals that just needed that spark, that motivation, that visual. So when I got to this point in my life and I started getting opportunities in the video game space, it never could be about just me. So it's not like this, which is, I wish it could because I feel like having a brand for your individual self is a little bit easier yeah. then making sure that you're always thinking about the needs of the other people that you're serving in your community. It's a huge responsibility. Yeah. Um, it's its something that I, I think about all the time. And I take up, you know, sort of being that this 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 person, this representative in this space very, very seriously. Um, and again, just seeing how much success comes from the video game industry. one point, you know, $150 billion industry. enough money is being generated for all of us. <laughs> so why not see, you know, more people a different way, different perspective, you know, from their different lived experiences. And so I got to keep going if I want to really, see that come to pass and and i really do and i think that things are changing and i think that they're changing for the better and there's going to be even more opportunities moving forward um but like over the last 11 years it's been you know quite difficult but also simultaneously rewarding
0: ah i like that okay so Education is so important to all of this. In order to get individuals to understand, it's talks like this, it's being able to go into communities and speak on the opportunities that are provided. Education is so, and you're starting to see this like, I don't know, I feel like, I don't know. But to me, I feel like I see this turn where, you know, individuals such as yourself, such as myself, and there are so many other individuals, educators within this space are even more important, right? So when you speak to the individual and your view on education in regards to you got traditional and you got a way that is non-traditional, you know, talk about your values and where you see education going right now and how it really can be the best um, and the most impactful uh, journey for an individual uh, by way of traditional education and going through the journey and then what you see as the new way of journey and not necessarily to say that new way is right or this new way or this way is wrong but what do you see as the journey like what, what advice would you give your son or daughter in regards to the way education is moving right now and tie it to that of gaming and esports, if you can for me
1: oh yeah i mean um we live in the information age we live and where technology is, is rapidly sort of uh, improving, becoming cheaper, becoming smaller. Moore's Law, uh, if you're familiar with that. Um, and it's, we, we, we're going to have to learn differently. Uh, so, traditional education, I feel like it serves a, a great purpose um, by providing some structure as to you know, how to, to navigate. Um, organization, um, how to navigate business even, Um, and there are ways to really sort of hack the system if you're a gamer. So you don't just like, for example, if you go, you know, you're going to traditional education route, you don't just go to class, sit there, listen to information, and then regurgitate that information, and then go home and do nothing else. You Go to school and you see all the the resources that you have access to and you use them at a time in your life where they're going to be free and accessible. You find the people on your campus or within your school, your teachers that are 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 going to, you know, help you as an individual succeed and go to that next level. You're going to get people to, to know who you are and to know what you're passionate about. And it's less about education than it is about practicing how to navigate through a structure, how to really, really take advantage of your resources. I think that because we live in a technology age, uh, one of the, the educational practices I really enjoy uh, using is the Socratic method. Because I believe that people already know so much information that they haven't actually examined yet. They mm-hmm. haven't been curious enough about it to sort of deconstruct it. Yeah. So you know, we might play a esports game, for example. Uh, throw an esports game out there, Danny. Like NBA
0: Two K. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, like, you know, I I, I would meet a, a young man, you know, uh, in high school. And um, he would say, I want to be a pro gamer, and I want to play NBA 2K. And I'm like, oh, it's great. So their assignments would be, who are the companies who develop NBA 2K? What is the video game engine that is used? How do they capture the basketball players? You yeah. know, like, who? Where, what are the jobs that are contained within like the development of NBA 2K. What are the advancements from year to year? How does the game change every six months, every year? Like to really start expanding how we're thinking about games instead of being like, I wanna play and I wanna win. Like that's very awesome. And that's you know a great starting point to really blow it up into yeah. like little pieces and examine all those little pieces and ask questions about them, right? So and, and that's what I think, you know, that this new sort of way we should educate ourselves should be and how we would ask the questions of ourselves and of each yes. other. like what it, What is it that we know and what is it that we don't know and need to examine that are going to impact our game play? Yes. Um, and it's not just like, all right, I'm going to press these buttons and I'm going to get from point A to point B and I'm going to win and I'm going to have the right combination, the right speed. But really top down, there are creators of these games. Yes. And you know unlike traditional sports that you know sort of have the same rules over decades, yeah. video games can change their, their their metrics. they can change their yeah. controls, they can change how the, the game is played and you have to stay abreast of that. you have yeah. to understand why that's happening. You have to understand, you know, the mechanics of it, and just all the ingredients that are there. Because if you do understand that, then you can say, you know, one day, uh, you know, this young man doesn't want to be a pro gamer anymore. That yeah. he has the knowledge of video game development, creation, art, writing, you know, where these, you know, locations exist. He has so many additional options just by deconstructing what it was that he loved to begin with. So I just yeah. try not to stop at one point, but push that person's yeah. curiosity, push yeah. that person's ambition so they, that they're not just stopping at the, the place that looks shiniest. It's like, no, pick that shiny rock up, look under it, look inside it, yeah. polish it off, see if there's anything else there. How heavy <laughs> is it? You know, are there more rocks like this? You know, you, you know what I'm saying? Like there, we don't back, you know, uh, di- you know, some decades ago, going to school was all you needed. Yeah. And, you know, you get a job, you stay in your job for 10, 20 years, and then you retire. Yeah. That is no longer our world. and so then you know just relying on traditional structures to get you from point a to point b for me is ill-advised so it has to be a little bit something more um internal uh, about your curiosity and about your questioning so you you learn comprehensively what about what you're doing
0: exactly this is a great segue because you know, Miss Young stated in this, and it's pretty cool to be able to see her engagement, you know, from her perspective, like, what advice would you give a non-endemic individual to, you know, what should they do to enter into this space? And, you know, before you speak on it, you know, trying to give you an example from my, just kind of make this all real, you know, it was trying to find the opportunity to support whenever you could, whenever you could. So sitting back, And being engaged and knowing what's going on, right? When you see a game, you know, like you have to stay abreast of it, why those changes. Well, when you're in the industry or you're looking to get in the industry, you're really just sitting back, you're seeing how everything moves. And the moment that you see that opportunity, you're like, okay, I know how to do this. Oh, let let me help. And then that's when you start to get, you know, you start to apply your knowledge into the industry. And then eventually individuals recognize that you are able to do that. And then you start to find yourself doing it more and more and more until you find another opportunity, you know, and, and you, and you start to navigate through this industry. So, you know, from Keisha, from your perspective, how do you answer that from your.
1: I mean, again, I I think you, you, you definitely hit on a point. It's just like you started helping within the community, right? Basically. Um, And that's one of, the major ways because it's all interconnected, and you want to sort of know people first, like yeah. and, and and really be curious about the individuals that yeah. are a part of it. Because the gaming industry isn't like gamers are just one type of person. Like I said before, it's one of the most diverse consumer markets there are. So I would start with, you know, like who am I? Right? Like I'm really curious about gaming, but what do I like about gaming? So let me get a little bit more specific on that. Uh, Because again, video games, sexy conversation. You know, the this pandemic has made gaming even more successful of an industry. But it is it is very you know expansive. Yeah. So being very specific on what it is that you like about video games is is very important. Is it the business? Is it the competition? Is it the the, the 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 technology that goes into video game development? Um and starting there to like start with the community that you're you're going to immerse yourself in. Because uh, you know, the industry really is about the people and it is about who you know to some degree Uh, and the more people that you start to to really associate with the the more you know information that you're going to get naturally because you're going to get all these different experiences and you're going to be able to pick and choose like which things work for you. Um, The reason that the community is so important as well is because the video game industry itself Rapidly evolves. It's constantly changing. There's no right way to be in a video game. and There's no right or wrong way. Uh, There's some people who just magically, you know, that I've met along my journey. They were like, I didn't even expect to be in video games. I just applied for a job in the industry. Here I am. Um, And there's some people that have been, like, working since they were teenagers to, you know, and they have went from, you know, pro gaming to, like, building a a business to building an agency to, you know, so on and so forth. Um, It it, it definitely is a subjective experience that is made better and more substantial by immersing yourself in the communities that Mm -hmm. is most in alignment with what you're trying to accomplish within the space.
0: Yeah, because it comes to a point to where you're, you're offered so much opportunity or so much information. And then as we talked last night, Keisha, is like, all right, once you give so much information, you're now you're overloaded with information. So it's like the same dynamic. You go to McDonald's menu, you got so much on the menu, then you go to in and out you know, and it's like four things on the menu. Well, you're able to pick something, you know, with four options and it's harder to pick something with 80 options. So in this instance, it's really taking all that information and then literally sourcing through it to find what fits to you and then hyper-focusing on that and then providing value. And you then have to be able to decide, okay, is when I hyper-focus in on it, are a lot of people hyper-focusing on this or it's a great opportunity that not individuals are understanding or seeing. So now I have value that I can grow until individuals see the value out of it. So you've got to pick your choice, you know, and that's one of the biggest dynamics in regards to tapping into the space. You're either going to be competing with a lot or you're going to be, you know, pioneering, which also comes with this obstacles just as much, you know. So when it, when you think about it, you know, I think getting into this space, it's 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 something there, and I know a lot of people speak on it so many opportunities, but you really have to hone in on where you can provide the most value and then start to build from there. But education is the most critical thing in regards to that. So, Keisha, you know, I feel like we are running out of time, but I want to be able to speak to you so much more. Let's let's just kind of plug yourself away or give something that I have not been able to uh, speak on today that is maybe like very deep for you or something that you feel like the community needs to know or even raise a question. So therefore, someone that can be able to, you know, that may have the answer, they can help you because we're all growing in this atmosphere.
1: I mean, for me, the question that I'm always asking myself and asking of the community is, what does the future of gaming look like? What does innovating in the gaming <laughs> industry look like? What, what do people really understand innovation? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, can, I see a lot of incremental improvements, but innovation is something that, you know, I'm really excited yeah. to see more of. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm excited about emerging technologies and how they might impact, you know, how we compete or how we learn about video games. Yes. Uh, and the other thing I'm 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 really sort of excited about is just how not easy it is, but collaborative yeah. uh, communities. Because like we we are we, we're always like sort of waiting for external validation that we have skills or that we can do something that we're really passionate about. And one of the things I'm most proud of with Sugar Gamers is that all of us came together and we created one of our own games and you know it it, none of us came from like a a huge gaming company but we can all sort of put our skills together and a person over here will have this skill person over there will have that skill and we can create something yeah the power collaboration is uh huge for me and it's so anybody who who's out there listening to this podcast and is you know uh ready to collaborate or learn, you know, to to bring their ideas or bring their their energy to what we're doing. We're always like just looking toward the future. We're looking at ways to innovate, ways to be inclusive and socially sustainable and creative and have fun. And so I'm really excited about moving Forward in that way. I'm really excited to meet more people who are in alignment with that as well. So yeah, send them Send
0: Let's go. <laughs> I love it, man. And it's uh really cool to be able, like I stated, I'm I'm very inspired by your thought process and how you. You know, engage and how you're able to freely speak. Um, that's something that's um, it, it's it's to be admired. And I see yourself having a true impact into this space, uh, both from a gaming and even an esports perspective. You know, because you're teaching me on a daily basis. Um, and I and I really really thank you for that. Just even spending the time to wake up at nine o'clock in the morning to share your information. This is crazy because it gives me more uh, resources to go out out of these four walls and go out into the community and really be able to talk and really be able to add, you know, value to our, you know, our our geographic location. So I'm, you know, I, I take it back to the roots. I take it back to the community because that's where it all starts. So ultimately, I thank you for providing your time so you can impact our community. Thank you so much, Keisha, for this. This is incredible. And I'm sure I can be able to speak to you more times on podcasts and just know that, you are always on my mind when it comes down to elevating and growing. I'm a competitive person too. So I ultimately look at it from the perspective of like, seeing your growth and saying, okay, I can measure it from that perspective. Even though everybody has different areas on how they grow, I look at yours and I see your smile, I see your engagement, I see your frustrations. And it ultimately allows me to pinch myself to know that I'm human and you're human just as much. So I'm I'm incredibly thank you for that opportunity. And so, for this- Yeah. All right. And this is your pathway to pro.